0: Hey guys, welcome to Chico State's Public Health 360 Group 5's podcast. My name is Lauren. My name is Stephanie.
1: My name's Jessica. I'm Melissa. And I'm Lindsay.
0: And today we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence.
1: So what is emotional
0: intelligence?
1: I'll start off with the definition so that we could get a big picture idea. It's the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Whoa, what does that even mean? So in other words, it's being able to have emotional conversations with people about their feelings.
0: So a person with emotional intelligence is honest, open, and willing to have these conversations?
1: Yeah, so this person is able to understand another person's emotions and empathize with them, meaning not only do they care, but they want to help and they want to fix the problem.
2: Oh, so like Buddy the Elf.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Buddy the Elf and not only are they empathetic, they usually do always fix the problem. Emotionally intelligent people can resolve issues fairly easily. So a person with emotional intelligence would not only notice when someone was acting different, but they'd reach out, try to understand their situation and empathize with them. And lastly, they'd probably try to fix the problem themselves.
3: But how do we understand our
4: own? That's a great question, Lindsay. To understand your own emotional intelligence you have to pay attention to what you are feeling. Self-awareness is a major key to understanding your emotional intelligence.
1: What do you mean self-awareness though? So self-awareness
4: means you're able to recognize your mood changes emotions and feelings. Self-awareness also means being able to recognize how your own emotions have a way of affecting others.
0: So as long as I'm self-aware then I'm emotionally intelligent well not exactly
4: self-regulation is also another major key to understanding emotional intelligence think before you act on your emotions and don't let your feelings control or run your life to understand your own emotional intelligence you should be able to correctly identify underlying causes of your emotions first feel the emotion second analyze what you're truly mad about look at the situation and identify the true source of your feelings
2: So what you're saying is that I should be aware of my surroundings when I feel a certain emotion and understand how it's going to affect me before I take action? Exactly. And that's
0: actually one of your most important skills, your intrapersonal skills, much of which consists of knowing your personal limits and your boundaries. Everyone is in tune with their personal limits and boundaries to different degrees.
4: So not everyone has the
0: same strength of intrapersonal skills, right? The boundaries that we set with ourselves stem from the strength of our interpersonal skills. Someone who efficiently controls their time management, eating habits, and other lifestyle factors may have stronger intrapersonal skills than someone whose lifestyle is much more erratic and out of control. The importance of knowing your limits leads to being more comfortable with yourself and knowing what sets you over the edge. It's the difference between overreacting to a situation or stepping aside and allowing yourself to calm down. Having strong interpersonal skills allows you to swallow your pride and seek help when you need it most. Okay, so how could I improve on my intrapersonal skills? That's an awesome question. Ways to improve your intrapersonal skills include allowing more time
1: for self-reflection
0: and to acknowledge your feelings right as a situation occurs.
1: So, intrapersonal skills sound great and all, but what about when you have to work with other people?
3: Well, we always seem to need emotional intelligence right where we're least likely to find it. And where would that be? At work. According to Help Guide, people still believe that getting personal with one another interferes with productivity in the workplace. But I'm here to tell you guys to remember, office politics, morale problems, and lack of cooperation don't always have to ruin your work life. If you can read and respond to people's feelings.
1: Yeah, like I get what they're saying and that makes sense, but I do feel like the more personal of a relationship that... You have with your boss or that you have with your coworkers, would increase productivity because you guys like working together
3: yeah that is true but sometimes it's hard to remember that we're all human but we have to remember that we all share the same emotions if you can remember that we're all peers not bosses or employees and all that at the emotional level It'll make it easier to approach a boss or
1: coworker about something in the future. Right? I hate when a coworker with the same title as me tries to act like they're the manager or yeah, something. That always sucks. Try to use your emotional te-
3: your emotions to bring everyone together. Everyone can relate to emotions. Using emotional intelligence in the workplace can make you a better employee. How? If emotional intelligence is about yourself, you will know when to speak up and how your performance is from day to day, and what your boss feels is important. You will also know exactly what you want from the job. Using emotional intelligence in the workplace can make you a better co-worker if you remember to not make assumptions about those you work with and don't expect 100% honesty with them while you're communicating. Remember to be prepared to draw the line with the work relationship too.
1: Oh yeah, that's so important.
3: Offer help don't wait to be asked for it and remember to never take anything personally using emotional intelligence in the workplace can make you a better boss by anticipating people problems being the first to speak offer only as much as you intend to give and cultivate employees don't coddle them remember to always make it known that you are always ready for the employee to improve themselves when it's needed and always try to Your best to model flexibility and adaptability
1: but wait how
2: do you model adaptability and when would you even need to i'm glad you asked jessica well a critical first step in developing the ability with differences is awareness of ourselves in order to understand our reactions to others this involves a comfort with our own identity and an understanding of our values passions preferences and worldview Understanding ourselves helps us predict our own behavior and know why we are reacting and feeling a particular way. So once we can understand ourselves, we can relate to others and realize that everyone has their own emotional intelligence. This insight is fundamental to managing our own emotional reactions and behavior toward others. So what are some examples of that? Some examples would be knowing what triggers you and sets you off. Being comfortable in your own skin and being in tune with your own biases and hot buttons so is there anything that would help someone understand their emotional intelligence yeah there is there's an emotional intelligence and diversity model that helps offer a system to help you develop the skills you need to have Interactions that are more productive and harmonious, less difficult and contentious. The competencies are both insight and action-based and pave the way for the intentional approach to more productive relationships that lead to successful accomplishments of goals. This model gives you insight and understanding about your own emotions and subsequent behaviors, as well as the emotion and behaviors as others. And that helps us wrap, wrap up today's segment on emotional intelligence. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for tuning tuning in.
4: in.